Hello friends, welcome back to the Tash Talk Podcast, where we talk about all things that can bring light or happiness or laughter into your day or night or wherever you're listening. So today, I decided to bring on a special guest. This is my boyfriend. Hi. (laughs) And he's going to be talking about today's topic with me. As always, before I start any podcast episode, I'm going to be taking a big deep breath in. Obviously, you don't have to do it. I know that he's not going to do it, but I'm going to do it. So here we go. Big deep breath in. Hold. And out. All right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, so today um, the topic is relationships. I felt like that was only right with my boyfriend being on this ep- this episode. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that all you're going to say the whole episode? Yeah. It's the first time I've said yeah. (laughs) So today we are going to be talking about relationships. We're going to go through deal breakers, relationship goals, um, worst first dates, how to keep a healthy relationship, all the aspects that like him and I have like talked about over a year and a half together. And just, this is going to, this is going to be more of a fun episode than like a rambly episode. So I hope you guys are ready. You ready? Yeah. Let's jump in. Good. So you and I have been together a year and a few months. Technically though, we have been sort of on the edge of a relationship for like what like three months before that about it two or three and it like it took us a while to get to the point where like both of us are comfortable being like oh this is my boyfriend this is my girlfriend right and in the beginning of our relationship we were like okay i just want to have sex with you i don't want a relationship you're not going to be my boyfriend you're not going to be my girlfriend and that lasted what like three weeks if that <laughs> like two maybe a week <laughs> and then so yeah, we kind of didn't do the whole like, oh, you meet someone, you fall instantly in love, you're dating, you get married, you take wonderful trips, you have kids, like you move into a house and you're like growing together. We kind of, I would say like we were friends for a little bit. Well, I mean, I felt like we were never really like, the goal was never like we were going to be friends and then we eventually started dating. I feel like the goal was to have some type of romantic relationship. We just didn't expect it to evolve into a full relationship. Yeah. But because we both weren't ready for it, but as soon as we started, like a couple weeks in, we just both realized we made each other ready. Yeah. And we both collaborated on the ideas for this this episode because obviously, like, we're both going to be talking, so we're both going to have ideas about it. But one of my ideas was that, like, the relationship goal is kind of the complete opposite of what we did. It's kind of like when when you're little it's like oh i'm just gonna meet someone and fall instantly in love and that's just gonna be it right you know what i mean and that like how often in all of your relationships did that happen i mean most of them i never really looked <laughs> that's the thing for me i never really like look for relationships they just happen pretty much every time yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's true <laughs> for me that never happened for me i've always been like friends with people for like long periods of time but like you, I felt like, like, like 
even now, like it's different because like I look back on our time together and I chased you for so long and tried to get you to like me and you were just like basically resistant to everything that I was trying. You're like, I don't fucking like you, stay away from me. And then finally I calmed down and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let him be. And I don't think he really liked that, that I was just kind of like, all right, maybe this isn't gonna happen. But my question was, did you ever have like a relationship where you were like, either you were like, this is not running, it's this is not going anywhere, and I'm just like running in a circle, or was it like, did you ever have a relationship where you were like, okay, this is what this relationship should look like, but it's not what it looks like, so I'm not happy if it doesn't look like that. Like, have you ever like had a relationship that didn't meet your expectation for what it was gonna be? I mean, yeah, like. My goals are always to be in an equal relationship, both partners contribute, and I mean, I want a girl who is willing to pay for things that I want to take care of, like I don't have, like, they're not dependent on me, like they're not- Not like a child. Yeah, not like my kid. And I've had a couple relationships where it felt like I was the fucking father taking care of them <laughs> instead of equals and we both contribute towards things. So that's definitely not something that I look for. I definitely don't like that. And then also like, I mean, there's this one girl I dated that was like crazy. Like I was at work for 12 hours and after my shift, she was like, why didn't you call me? I was like, well, I was at work all day. She was like, I don't care, you call me. I was like, there was no way I was supposed to call you. I was at work all day, I had no opportunity. She's like, I don't care, you find a way to call me every day. And I was like, okay, well, that's not gonna work. I <laughs> work four days a week, almost 50 hours total. Which is so when there's, when there's times, there's gonna be times where I can't talk to you. And I will talk to you at the end of the day, but I sometimes I can't make time out of my schedule to talk to you. It doesn't mean I'm not thinking about you or don't want to talk to you. I'm just simply not in the circumstances where I can all the time. But so that's, I kind of need a girl that's understanding of that, who understands that I am a very work oriented person. I definitely like, I definitely need to be able to work towards my own goals without them thinking that I'm not focused on them either because I can totally be focused on the person and my own goals at the same time. So as definitely one of my goals is to be in a relationship where we're both constantly growing towards our own goals towards each other and kind of working towards each other's goals at the same time to where we make each other's goals, our own goals as well and grow on our own and as a couple. And we're both putting in equal work, equal, not even necessarily equal money, just like if I make more money, obviously I'm going to spend more money, but like equal proportions, for like for how much you're making, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we've like, like <laughs> you obviously slept with more people than I have, but I think like on the dating scale, we've dated the same amount of people. Right. Like I think, I think a lot of people think, oh, if you sleep with someone, you like have dated them and that's not necessarily true. Like you can have like two nights where you sleep with someone and then you never talk to them again, or you just like go back to being friends. I think it takes like a really long time to understand that like 
not everyone you sleep with is going to be called your girlfriend. And, and like girls and especially are kind of like wired differently. So we kind of like see things and we're like, okay, why hasn't he texted me in 12 hours? Even if you are at work, it's like a, a thing in our mind where we're like, okay, but like, he should be telling me some, like he should be tech, like he should have five minutes. But yeah, I, I had, I had relationships like that where guys would show up at like my work and be like, I haven't seen you in four days. I'm like, I've been working. I have no time. But you and I have like kind of curated this like weird, like I see you every day. I right. see you every day. Like whether you're here or not, like I, like we go to school together, we work 10 minutes away from each other. You, right. You're here, what, four days out of the week? Right. So I see you all the time. So that's kind of become like, like my relationship goal is just like, you and I have like created this comfort zone where like I can tell you anything. I can talk to you about anything. And right. like, I hope you feel the same way. I don't, I don't want to speak for you, but yeah, my, like <laughs> when I go on Instagram and it's like, he proposed and there's like a picture of a ring. I'm like, gross, gross. And you know how I feel about like public proposals and stuff like that. It's right. like not my, just not my scene. But I think that you and I are very similar in the way that we think about like relationships where it's like, it doesn't always have to be a public thing. Like, yeah, we, we post pictures of each other and things like that, but it's not like, I'm not running off and telling everybody everything about our relationship. Right. And I definitely had relationships where it was like that, where I would like not hear something from the person, but hear it from one of his buddies. Yeah. who like if he was upset with me I didn't even know he was upset with me because he wouldn't tell me he would go and tell his friends and then his friends would come to me and I don't really like respect that like third party aspect of it right so that was my big issue but I guess my like main question was did you ever have like a relationship where you like got in one and you were like searching for something that wasn't really there and once you like found out it wasn't there you just like backed out yeah like that one girl I was talking about i just realized that she was too like i just couldn't fit her needs she didn't fit my needs we weren't able to see each other enough and like she was just too demanding like i was like look this is how it's gonna be i understand it's frustrating that i can't call you but the thing is i called her every night it was just some days i wanted to call her in the middle of the day which she was unemployed, so it makes sense. She didn't have a job, so it makes sense that she didn't understand why I wasn't able to call her. But I just, once I realized that I wasn't gonna see her all that often, and she was gonna freak out about that, that she was too demanding and wasn't understanding of my schedule or anything, that it just simply wasn't gonna work out. So I ended things. And I mean, I've had a couple relationships where it's just like, I feel like it's not going anywhere. Like there was this one relationship I was in for about eight weeks and it just <laughs> felt like specific number. It it felt it felt like it was still the first week. It felt like nothing really it didn't feel like a serious relationship. It was meant to be a serious relationship, but it kind of just felt like someone was sleeping with. Like there was a connection, but like her parents didn't know I existed, my parents didn't know she existed. So there was really no point. And I just couldn't see myself 
meeting her family or her meeting my family. And I simply didn't have that deep connection that I made me feel like it was worth continuing. So I ended that one as well. And I mean, that's, those are like the only two that I'd say that like I ended because I couldn't see a future at all. Some of the other ones that ended were just kind of, I could see a future with them. It just simply didn't work out that way. Yeah. And you said something interesting, like neither of your parents knew that the other one existed. Right. And to me, in my mind, like when I think about that, it's like when you're in second grade and you're like, oh, you're my boyfriend now. But like you only exist as boyfriend and girlfriend when you're at school. Like you don't talk to each other outside of school. You see each other and you're like, hi, and then like run away and like tell your friends that that's your boyfriend. Like I never, I never had that. So that's kind of, that's kind of strange for me. Like all of my boyfriends, like I, I wanted my parents to meet them. Right. I mean, at this point, this was one of my first serious relationships, I would say. So like, I didn't, I wasn't super close to my parents at the time. Like I was close with them, obviously. I've always loved my parents. It was just, You just I wasn't, get closer when you get older. Right. But I wasn't, I just wasn't super comfortable talking about them, talking to them about certain things. And it just wasn't one of those things. I mean, technically, one of the main reasons I didn't tell them is because I was grounded at the time that we started dating. And I was supposed to be going to this after school thing, but instead I was going to her house. So if I, so I would have told them about her, it kind of just would have, because they were kind of shady, or not shady, they were kind of suspicious about me going to the after school thing. They didn't think I might not be going to it. I feel like if I told them about her, it would have automatically, it would have filled in the blanks for them and they oh, okay. When you're supposed to be at this after school thing, you're actually at this girl's house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. That's I don't think you've ever told me that. I think I have. I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> now we're gonna talk about deal breakers. I know my like major one is the same as yours, and that's cheating. Like yeah. as as soon as someone cheats on me, I'm like, okay, it's, it's like I'm done. All right. I'm over it. Like everybody should be. Not everybody is, and Sadly. and like <laughs> and also like, but I'm also not like an easy person to cheat. I've only ever been cheated on. Right. First of all. Um, and second of all is like, when you cheat on me, I don't just like cut you off. I'm like, why the fuck did you do this? Right. Cause I know I'm an awesome girlfriend and I know that I'm like, I might not fulfill you a hundred percent, but I'll get to like 98%. Right. And then I expect you to be like, not you, but like the other person to be like, this is the 2% that I need you to work on right. so that we can be better. Right. And like, you do that. Hmm. But are there any other like, like severe deal breakers that like cut you off from a person? I mean, personality is just like, if someone's just a genuine asshole <laughs> to like people, I can't deal with that shit. That's not me at all. I don't, I feel like that's the most unattractive thing in the world. And you could be the prettiest girl in the world. 
but if you're an asshole to people, you automatically become one of the least attractive people in the world in my eyes. So that, people who don't treat people fairly, um, I don't know. I might think of some things. For me, like a big thing for me is, and I don't know if it's the same for guys, but I've heard a lot of girls say this, is like if a guy is like mean to his mom, that's like an instant deal breaker because, or just like not even like close with his mom. Right. Like doesn't even like give decent respect to his mom. It's like, to me, that's almost like, okay, if you can treat other women in your life like shit, how long is it going to be before you treat me like shit? Right. I get what you mean. I feel like it depends on context though. It depends. And there's a lot of people who don't have that relationship with their moms. It's not necessarily their fault. It can be. Yeah. But I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about like in like general scenarios. Like if you still live with your, like the way you are with your mom. Like, I know right. that, like... Well, they're, like, a and, decent yeah. mother. They take you care and of your you mom are, you're just a dick to her. Yeah, you and your mom are tight. Like, she takes care of you. Like, your mom is your mom. Right. But, like, I wouldn't be able to handle it if you were, like, a dick to her. I'd be yeah. like, yikes. And I had a boyfriend in the past who was just, like, so mean to his mom. Like, so mean. Right. And I was just, like... Like, every time he would speak to her, I just felt like... <laughs> like a like like this fun like the Mr. Krabs meme where he's just like what's happening what's going on because every time he would speak to her it was like just with like this little hint of hate or disdain or disgust and I felt like I was always like constantly waiting for that to trickle down into like our relationship right. where he was like everything I did annoyed him right. and it eventually got there and then he cheated on me so I was like bye Right. Um, but yeah, that's a big one for me too. I think like, yeah. Um, but the, on our, on, in our specific case, on our first date, like you talked about your mom for like a good 45 minutes, half an hour, mm. half hour, 45 minutes. And I was like, totally in love with you after that conversation. I was just like, oh my God, he likes his mom. Thank, oh my God, thank God. Because I don't ever have like, I mean, when you get older, like like you said in the past segment, like when you get older, you become more respectful and you become closer with your mom and your dad and you're able to like talk to them about different things. Right. Because you're like as much of an adult as you can be in your eyes, in, the, in their eyes. Um. And I had only ever dated like in high school. I had my first serious boyfriend in high school and in high school, you're still kind of like figuring stuff out. Right. So like the easiest target to be mad at is your parents. Right. Um, so yeah, that's another big deal breaker for me. Are there any more for you? I'm not big ones. You're just like little things that like, if I catch glimpses of on the first date, it's like, yeah, I don't know, I'm after you think this. Like just like pretty common stuff. It's like bad hygiene. Or like, <laughs> um, I'm very particular about the way I dress. Like, I like to think I have a good sense of fashion. Like, I can't do girls who like have zero sense. Like, they don't care about their appearance in any way. I don't. I can't really. As opposed to me, who hasn't washed her hair in five days. <laughs> oh sure. Like, <laughs> but I can't really vibe with girls who don't care about their appearance at all. So I very much care about my appearance. Um. 
I don't know. I guess that's... Or people who are, like, too... Like, I like someone who's independent. Someone who's, like, able to, like, depend on themselves. A strong person. Someone who's able to... They don't depend on me or anybody else 100%. Like, obviously, I understand people need help with things. And people need those support to get them through things. Like, obviously, I need that. Like, I'm not 100% independent. I know I need... Like, I could, there's a lot of things I couldn't do with her. I couldn't do without my parents. Like, I need some support. But I can't... Like, someone that relies on someone for their daily lives. Like, they can't support themselves financially at all. They can't... They don't have... Like, just like the... They don't have, like, the strong will to, like... Be by themselves. Yeah, like they don't know how to be by themselves at all. Like they, they have to rely on other people for like and everything. Yeah, and I remember like in our early days, we were kind of like that. We were kind of trying to find that balance of like being infatuated with each other, but also taking time apart from each other. Right. And now you and I have hit this stage where it's like we can be apart from each other and still be in the same room. Right. Like you'll be playing video games and I'll be like watching TV on my phone. Right. And that's like still quality time. Another deal breaker for me is a bad kisser. Like if you don't know how to kiss, like I, you don't know how to do anything if you don't know how to kiss. Not necessarily, but yeah. Um, a lot of times, yeah. I mean, I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kissing is like, I've dated some guys like, or gone, like obviously not dated because it's a deal breaker for me, but I've gone on some dates where people just like, would not kiss and I was just like I'm right and like I don't mind like guiding you to like like because every everybody likes to be kissed differently right so I don't mind like guiding you in that aspect but if I have to teach you (laughs) right I I understand what you're saying because I mean everybody has different ways they like to be kissed and like let's say like someone was in a previous relationship where they got used to kissing a certain way because that's how that person liked it. You might have to show them how you like it, but like you have to go step by step, teach them how to kiss. Yeah, that's not good. But like if they just have to adjust the way you kiss, I feel like that's one thing. But another thing I have, like I need some freedom. Like I need someone to understand I have my own hobbies and that I need someone who could like also support my hobbies. It doesn't want me to set aside my hobbies for them. Like. I don't, I need some alone time, but mainly like I need somebody that can like, doesn't mind being there with me while I do my hobbies. Like I don't need to be alone while I do my hobbies, but I like someone who is willing to let you take have in, them. Not, yeah. And also like seem somewhat interested in my hobbies. Like I like sharing my hobbies and explaining them. And I like someone who shows interest and doesn't just like, and that's stupid. Like that would make you like, imagine if your hobbies, I would just like, eh, and I didn't care about. It would make you be like, well, it's something I'm super passionate about and love spending my time. That could be important to me that you care about it as well. Like, you know, obviously it doesn't have to be your hobby, but it'd be nice if you showed some interest in my hobby a little bit, you know? Yeah. And like, I just need, I like that. And like, also someone who is able to have some alone time. Like, sometimes I just need to spend a little bit of time on my own and just, play video games or do something just on my own. Here's a little bit of breathing room. 
Because so, I mean, you get sick of people. Like, you can love somebody to the ends of the earth, but if you spend every waking moment with them, you're gonna get pissed off at the way they fucking breathe or anything. <laughs> like, like, you'll get pissed Which off. Which you and I have hit. Yeah, like, yeah. We, like, you need, even if it's just six hours where you're just alone and able to do your own stuff and, Sorry. you know, spend your own time the way you want to for a little bit. I, I need that. I need a little bit of a long time here and there. I don't need a lot. I just need some. I mean, it's a deal, for me, it's a deal breaker, a girl who can't handle that, a girl who needs my constant attention. Like, like I love attention, don't get me wrong, but like someone who needs it 100% of the time, like I have no problem, I'll give it to you 90% of the time. That's that's how much attention I like. But like 100% of the time, I can't do 100% of the time. Like I can't, I can't spend every waking moment with you. I can't do that. Yeah, but I also feel like I agree that is a deal breaker, but like when you're in a serious relationship, like you're not like when you like, there's been times when you needed attention and I needed a long time. Right. But there's like big differences between like validating how someone feels and like constantly needing to like pet someone basically right. and just like, Oh, I love you. I still want you like that. Like that kind of stuff. I can't, I can't do it. Right. I can't do it. Cause like, I'm the type of person that will get in my car and drive for like six hours by myself. Right. And I've like I've said it in previous podcasts. Like you are very much the person who's like not afraid to tell me like, yo, I, I need to go home. I need to have like a day where I don't have to see you. Right. And vice versa. Like I've, I've there's been times when you've been staying here and I've been like, dude, can you just like go into the other room? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I don't have a problem with someone telling me that like if i'm not spending enough time with them or something i don't have a problem with someone communicating with me and saying hey i'm not exactly happy with the amount of time we spend together like having a conversation about it but someone who's like demanding and says that like you need to do this you need to edit your schedule around me i can't do that like i need someone who's willing to work with my schedule and obviously i'll work i can work my schedule around a little bit for you but i can't poke holes all on my schedule just to make you happy. Like I'm willing to work around my schedule a little bit to work with your schedule a little bit once we're serious enough, but I'm not gonna shatter my schedule just to fit you and make you happy because you're demanding it, you know? Yeah. Was there ever a time where like a deal breaker came to life? Like it wasn't just like hypothetical. It was like a girl did something and you were like, fuck that. I mean, going back to that one girl who was like, calling me all the time because I wasn't able to, who would like demand that I spend more time with her. When I spent a lot, like I was constantly on the phone with her whenever, like all my alone time was, a lot of it was spent on the phone with her and that wasn't enough. Like the like 30 something hours I had free time and I wasn't at school or work, wasn't enough for her. She needed it. She needed attention while I was at work too, which I wasn't able to give her. I realized that that wasn't going to work and I had to call it off. Because she was, it would have been one thing if she would have communicated with me, like, hey, maybe we can work something out. No, she like demanded that, like, I go out of my way at work to call her. And I was like, that's not going to happen. I can't. Like, this isn't going to work out. Yeah. Have you have any had like, any deal breakers come to life where you had to, like, feel like you had to end it? I think it's a lot easier to like end something that's not actually started 
you know, right. like that you're not like in it. They're not like your significant other. They're not like your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Oh, you guys are seeing each other. Yeah, bit. I've had I've had people who like I, I mean, in high school for a while, I was like fooling around with this guy who I had tried to date previously, and it like didn't work out for other reasons that were like not mine or his fault. Right. Um, but like that tension was still there. Right. So for a while, we were like trying to figure out this way that we could like still not be dating but still be like seeing each other right and we had class together and we were like we were friends like we were good friends right um but it got to the point where like he would text me in the middle of a class and be like come meet me in the stairwell and i would just like for a while i was like yeah that's fine and then he got a girlfriend right and he would text me still and i was like you have a girlfriend right and this specific girlfriend didn't go to our school. So I was like, I think I was like a sophomore, right. junior maybe. No, I was a junior. And was I junior? No, I was a senior. Um, but I was still kind of like, like after a while, I had to like even put the friendship on hold. Cause like, I was just like, I can't, I, I don't respect you. Right. Cause of what you're doing. Like, I'm, do you know how fucking hard it is for like women to like look out for each other? Right. in this society and like what you're doing is fucked up and like i had known this girl i had right. met this girl they were friends um so i had met her a few times and i like liked her but i also liked him so i had to find this weird balance of like still wanting him but wanting to like yeah, stay respectful person, yeah right. exactly be respectful to this girl so that that came to life like that deal breaker came to life right pretty significantly because i had to be like no i'm not gonna come meet you in the stairwell in the middle of my <laughs> science class right because like no right if you want to make out with someone go make out with your girlfriend i'm not going to be the side piece that you call when she's like not available right um but other than that like no like like as i said before i've only ever been cheated on and like that's in and of itself just like something that most people go through is right. like you get cheated on at least once right um but i've been like fairly good about being like no you broke my trust right but like i also have like a harley quinn side where i'm like fuck you i'm gonna destroy everything you have right because you cheated on me but like now i'm 22 so i'm like okay you cheated on me so like we're done that's it yeah fuck you Here's your stuff. Bye bye. Right. Um. But no, when I was young, I was definitely crazy. Yeah. I was definitely crazy about the shit that I would do. Right. In order to get like back at someone, but like just petty little deal breakers. Like I kissed guys who had like bad breath, and I was just like, mm, no. Right. No. Right. Um. Or like dated guys that I shouldn't have dated or like jumped in too fast and been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And like he wanted me to meet his parents on like the second date. And I was like, no. Right. But other than that, no, like they're called deal breakers for a reason. They like, you find something out about someone that you're just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Right.
Okay, so this is kind of like an aspect of the last segment, but is there like red flags that go off in your head? When you're, this is more of like when you're in a relationship. Yeah. Because I know that you've been cheated on. Was there like red flags in that relationship where you were like, shit. I mean, there's some couple major red flags I can think of. Some pertaining to that relationship and some just in general. Like, if someone non-stop talks about their ex, they're not over that person. Like, they're like constantly, like there would be times where in this relationship, referring to the old relationship, where we would be driving somewhere and she'd be like, she would point to a place, be like, oh, that's where me and him, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, <laughs> it's like, man, like I don't need to know that like every time. Like obviously everybody has memories that they share about exes like, that they will get reminded of when they see certain things. But that doesn't mean you have to tell the other person constantly because now all they're gonna think about when they go to that place is this is where my current girlfriend is did this with her ex. Do you remember doing that to me? You don't remember that? No. We were driving and you said at one point, you're like, this is where my ex-girlfriend lives. And I was like, sick. It's a road I have I to did. go down every day. Yeah, I get that. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it's not like that. I mean, like it'd be very specific. I was like, that's, that would be like, oh, I made out with him there before. Like, bro, I don't need to know that. Like she would just like constantly talking about him in certain ways and they had zero communication at this point but eventually he's she she cheated on me with that dude eventually and like it was kind of that's just like a red flag and it kind of i told her it bothered me eventually and it toned down i think she realized but still like that was a major red flag to show me she wasn't over her ex now, another red flag which i haven't really experienced but i know is a red flag is if you're in a relationship with someone and they don't have any problems with you at all. You guys are never communicate about anything. It means one of two things. One, because everybody, like everybody has problems with each other when you're in a relationship. Like you're going to have problems with other person. You're going to get yeah. involved with them or something. So like one of two things, if they're not communicating with you at all, that means one of two things. Either one, they're too scared to talk to you about it. And then that's just a bad sign. That means it's not healthy mm-hmm. and that they're, either scared of you or just have never dealt with that before so they don't know how to communicate or they simply don't care it's not like it bothers them but they're not invested in it so it's not that big of a deal to them like they'll get annoyed but it's not big enough of a deal for them to fix it so they don't really care enough so they're not going to go either way to fix it so like if you guys are never communicating that means that it's not healthy i mean like every couple fights that's a good thing. Yeah. Every couple needs to fight to resolve things. Like I would and be you, worried if I wasn't fighting with you. Exactly. And if you guys are never fighting, that means you guys are coming to zero resolutions about anything. But you guys definitely have problems. Like everybody, every couple has problems. And I mean, like you guys have to communicate about it to fix it. That's really the only way to fix it. So that's a red flag. Like if I'm in a relationship with someone and they never bring up anything, like it's never, there's never any problems at all. I'm kind of like, okay, is this person scared to talk to me? Or do they just not care enough to talk to me? That's another yeah. red flag. I had three major red flags with three separate relationships that I was kind of like, oh yeah, they're definitely like, well, the two of them were like, I was like, oh yeah, they're definitely cheating on me. Mm-hmm. And then the the other one was just like, 
uh oh i've made a horrible mistake i don't want to be in a relationship with you right um but the first one was my ex-girlfriend we were like friends for like six years we like knew each other when we were little and then when we like got a little bit older it was like oh yeah no i'm attracted to you right i want to date you um but she was kind of like the first girl that you talked about where she like constantly needed that attention and if i didn't give it to her she would take it to snapchat right and like post about it and that's how i would so find strange. out and i was like oh shit but like i really liked her like as a person because we had built this foundation of like friendship we had laid the like foundation so i didn't want to just be like break up with you never talk to you again you know so that's a red flag to me is like when you get in a relationship with someone and their personality changes right. and it's almost like oh shit we were so much better as friends right like that's difficult because right. it's hard to maneuver that it's hard to like get in a relationship with someone get out of a relationship with someone and still be their friend right so that was one red flag that i had fairly early on in my dating life where i was like oh shit how do i deal with being your friend and tell and also being your girlfriend and telling you like yo we need to go back to being friends right and then the second one was like my first serious boyfriend hmm. he got really close with this girl like a month before we ended things right and i was like okay that's sus. I don't really like that. But like I trust him, so I'm not going to say anything about it. And then the minute we broke up, they were like together. Right. And I was like I knew it. Knew it. Knew it. Mm -hmm. So that's like the the like like you have a very very good girlfriend mm -hmm. who like in the beginning of our relationship I was kind of skeptical about because like you were hanging out when I wasn't there and I was like, mm. but that's different than like becoming close with exactly. a girl and hanging out with them. And there was one point in that relationship, my first serious boyfriend where I called his phone and she picked up oh, no. and I was like, I didn't know who it was. Cause I didn't like we, me and her were friends, right? but she was obviously growing closer to my boyfriend. And I was like, uh hello who is this and she said this is blank and i was like where is he right uh and she was like oh he's right here and she handed him the phone and i was like bro what the fuck and i got in my car and like drove there right. and i was just like whatever the fuck's going on here i don't want to know tell me everything and like him and i sat in a room and that was a red flag that i completely disregarded because it was my first serious boyfriend and i was just like utterly completely in the love level whereas if you did that to me now right it'd be a fucking problem right uh and then the third one which i feel like is a main one that people go through is when people hide their phones from you yeah and that was the relationship that i was in before you right. the relationship that i was in and then the complicated whatever the hell that was right. before you where they both hid aspects of their phones from me right 
And I was like, what are you hiding? Right. Like I've been open with you and I've told you like the first one, I, like I was his girlfriend. Right. And so when he was hiding his phone, I was like, oh no, he's definitely cheating on me. And like looking back at it, like he was cheating on me the whole time. Right. The whole time. Right. Maybe not like the first two months, but like the second a girl turned her head for him, he probably went. Right. Uh, and then the complicated one, I was just like, but you and I have been honest about like, we're sleeping together. And if you sleep with anybody else, you work on them. Right. You know? And it turned out like he was hiding his phone for the same reason that the, that other boyfriend has been. So like phones are a really big red flag to me too. Yeah. And like you and I kind of set that boundary. Like you have access to my phone and I have access to your phone. Right. And it's not even like, and it's not, yeah. yeah, it's not even like a distrust thing. It will be like, it will be like, Oh, if she wants to go on my Instagram or just look at my feed just to, for fun, like not even like, Oh, I'm searching your phone. Like I have no problem with her doing that. And obviously, like, if I was like, no, you can't do that. You can't go on my phone just casually. That'd be weird. But another red flag I have is actually going back to what you said, is if you're dating someone and you guys have a problem, instead of going to you, they post on their story about it, <laughs> you're dating a child. If they can't talk to you, what they do is they attention seek and post on their stories to get people to comment and be like, oh, what's wrong, honey? And like, talk to random people about it, you're dating a child and that's not healthy and you need to get out of that because you're dating a 22-year-old child. I mean, I was 16 at the time of that relationship. And that makes sense. But I'm just saying, like, now, yeah, but now if you're dating be, somebody yeah. who does that, it's not healthy. You, you, you're you dating a child, and they're not mature enough to be in a relationship. And the sad, they can't talk to you about it. The sad part for me is that I still see that. And it's sad, Like, yeah. in people that are my age. Yeah. Like, I'll still see, like, you know that, like, black wallpaper that comes up on, like, everybody's snapchat for once in a while every once in a while it's like don't talk to me i'm in a bad place yeah and it's like okay who did you have a fight with this week yeah or like it was like someone posts like oh i'm done with snapchat um don't talk to me if you have my number hit me up like you know as a person who got into some petty fight with their friend or something and now they're questioning everything and deleting their snapchat <coughs> like that's not that's not Thanks that's for calling me out. That's not even what I was doing. <laughs> I, I was talking about like, that's like some high school stuff where it's like, you can have an incident with someone doesn't mean everybody around you is... It's like a suspect. Right, exactly. Okay, I feel like this is going to be funny, right. but we're going to talk about our worst date stories. Mm -hmm. So like one each. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay, so I had met this guy um, my junior year, right? like outside of school, and I thought he was like cute. You know, so yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. And we've like flirted a little bit. We ended up going on a date and it became really apparent really early that he was just like rude. Mm -hmm. um, like he would never let me finish a sentence. Right. He would like talk over me constantly. He like held my hand when it was like very apparent that I was like not wanting him to. Right. And then 
we went to go see a movie and he attacked me like like actually attacked my face like i felt like i was kissing like a watermelon rind it was disgusting and he actually bit my lip so hard that i like started bleeding yeah. and i was like oh uh 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 and then i was like getting ready to cut that off the, sto- the story gets worse right but I was getting ready to cut that off and he I hadn't talked to him in in like a week and I went to school and one of my really really good friends who I had no idea he liked me um asked me to go to prom and like out of nowhere I was like sorry I can't I'm seeing somebody I'm bringing him like I have to get the forms because he doesn't go to the high school blah 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 and I made up this entire like story and then after I left that situation I was like fuck mm. now I have to go to prom with this asshole right. um, and so we went to prom together and he showed up in this like sloppy just like he didn't look great right. and like I saw my friend and he looked amazing and I realized like looking back on that now I should have just gone with my friend right because like it would have been a friend date right and like yeah he might have kissed me but like it would have been like my friend you know what right. i mean so we would have just like gone to prom been friends had a date right. continued to be friends and like we are currently friends but like not right. friends um and then this guy at the end of prom night we'd known each other for like two weeks the guy that i brought to prom told me that he loved me and I was like I've only known you for like two weeks buddy right calm down and so it was like the date from hell but the date from hell ended up being like a two-week like just hell adventure with this person that I didn't even like right and I was just like fuck how do I get out of this and I eventually just like blocked him on everything and stopped Right. all contact and never like went back to the place that I met him and like just like everything really get out of my life just like get, get as far away from me as possible uh, I don't even know I don't I don't even know what he's doing now right and like the guy who asked me to promise still like one of my Instagram friends right. still like likes my pictures and stuff it's just like that is like the epitome of like a TV show date from hell to me because it's just like one thing led to another with this just being like this awful continuum of just like shit being thrown at me. Right. But I just remember that awful feeling of him kissing me and me being like, oh my God, this is the grossest kiss I've ever had. How do I get out of this? Right. And like, you know how I feel about people interrupting me and he constantly did it. Right. And I was just like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. What about you? Um, mine is kind of like sad actually, a little <laughs> bit. But like, there was this girl I was really into. Like I met her on Halloween by accident. Like I had plans with my friend on Halloween, but it completely fell apart. So I went to go hang out with someone else and met this girl that I really liked. Like we really connected and stuff. And it was all great. But we start talking and like, She's not dating this guy, but like, she's still talking to him in a way. Like they're still like, talk at school, but out of school they don't talk at all, which was really weird and I understand it, but I was like, okay. I mean, as long as you cut that off, we'll be fine. And she did. But then, 
we go to home, homecoming. Like we walk into homecoming together and everything. And then we're dancing for a little bit and stuff. And then she leaves me. Like she walks away and she goes mm-hmm. to the guy and starts dancing with him or whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. I start dancing with my friends, looking over, but then I like, oh, I glance at her to see what she's doing. She's like dancing with him or whatever. And like, it fucked up my night. Like I was sad and shit. And like, I had friends who were like, who were like trying to make me happy or whatever. Trying to... At, at ease the situation. Yeah, yeah. And like, trying to get me over it or whatever. And I eventually kind of did. At the end of the night, she was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, he started having a panic attack because I came with you instead of him. Bullshit. And he didn't. Yeah. And like, it could have been true or whatever. But like, she was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I hope you give me a second chance or whatever. And my dumbass was like, yeah, I'll give you a second chance. Because I was really into her. And I was just fucking blinded by the infatuation and stuff. So I kept talking to her. And eventually she. We weren't dating technically, we were just talking. But I didn't find out from her. I was just at home one day and this girl who I wasn't friends with, but I was like Snapchat friends with, like we talked a little bit, like we were just friends. She Snapchats me and she's like, aren't you talking to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, why? She's like, she was like, oh, well she was making out with this other dude today. I was like, what the fuck? So I just texted her and I was like, yo, like what the fuck? And she was like, please don't do this. I was like, all right, bet. And then like, I just never talked to her again for a long time. And eventually we became friends, purely just friends again. That's it. But that was a pretty bad date story. That's, I never really had god awful dates. But honestly, I've never really gone like on a whole bunch of formal dates either. I've never really gone, like most of the dates I went on were someone I was dating. I would take them out. I was never really the person, like I never really took you out, found if I liked you and stuff. And then we were sort Getting a relationship, like I said, most of my relationships just happen naturally. I'd be, I would kind of be friends with you for a little bit, and then fall for you, and or I would meet you and be like, oh, I like this person, and start talking to them, and we would start dating. It was never really like I was searching for a relationship. I never really searched for relationships. They always happen naturally. That's the only reason that's my bad dating story. Yeah. I also had a guy who like was friends with one of my exes and that ended badly but I'm not gonna go into that because that's like too much of a like whirlwind but like I feel like everybody has a bad date story yeah once you hit a certain age it's like when you're at a party and someone's like tell me your worst date story you like pull that out of the bag yeah I agree yeah that that's Okay, and this is our last segment, but on like a real note, like I can honestly say that like, like my relationship with you is the happiest relationship I've ever been in. Me too. And so this is like an opinionated podcast, but it's also for advice. So what do you think we are like doing right to like, because obviously we have like a happy relationship but not every day is a happy day 
Right. You know what I mean? Like we can be pissed off at each other all day. Yeah. I mean. How do you think we keep it up? I think what makes our relationship so healthy and happy is basically just whenever we have problems, we always talk about it. We always communicate. And if that problem might not be resolved immediately, but we always communicate and they each other know how we're feeling so it can get worked on and eventually be resolved. And we are good at validating how the other person feels and shit. And just like, <laughs> and just like, Letting the other person know, I'm sorry, and I'm this thing, and I will genuinely work on improving it. Well, that's one thing. And I feel like also, like, just being genuinely happy for each other with our goals. Like, as our own people, like, we support each other's own goals. And our schedules like, work really well. Like, we kind of fill our schedules together, obviously. We had our own schedules, and we only had to tweak them a little bit to work together, which was very fortunate. That made it to it didn't put too much of a strain in either one of our lives. And like, but I feel like we're also able to like understand that the other person has a life other than me. You have, I have a life other than you. Like, obviously, we spend most of our time together. But like, when I'm at work for 12 hours, I'm not texting you and calling you and asking you to call <laughs> yeah, me in the middle like of the Like, you work. might be at home for eight hours <laughs> and then go to work for four hours. But for those eight hours, like, you're gonna miss me, obviously, and stuff. But you're not hounding me for saying, hey, you can't work 12 hour shifts those anymore. You need to work six hours or only the four hours I work. Like, that simply wouldn't work. And you know that. And we just are very, like, we're very capable of understanding. Like, we're very understanding about the other person, communicating, able to share our feelings. Communication is pretty much one of the number one keys to a relationship. Like, there's things that you can't control that'll fuck up a relationship, but like communication is one of the biggest things to fix like problems in a relationship and keeping relationships healthy. And even just like it doesn't even have to be about problems. Whereas communicating, like having a friendship with the person you're dating and just talking about your day or talking about like your goals or your hobbies or just the things that yeah, or just like the things that make you happy. It's like being close. I feel like I feel like when you can look at somebody and not only call them your girlfriend or boyfriend, and you can call them like your best friend, one of your best friends, I feel like that's when you found the one. When you're able yeah. to when you want to spend time with that person all the time, when you genuinely feel your happiest. I feel like a lot of people don't have a lot of people have like where they separate their girlfriend and their best friends, where it's like you're my girlfriend, but you're not my best friend. Like, I love you, but I don't necessarily like everything about you. I don't like spending all my time with you here. You can get annoying. I want to consider you one of my best friends. Like, you're not the first person. Well, I want to have a fun, full day. You're not the first person I would consider. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't have that. But obviously, I feel like we do. Yeah. And I also think, like you said, like, I say it all the time. That, like, you genuinely are my best friend. Right. But... I also feel like, sorry, I also feel like there's like, yeah, communication and you being my best friend, but I also don't like expect you to not have other friends. Right. Like there's been times where you're like, yo, I just need to go see my best, my, my guy, best friend. Right. I just need to have like a day there. 
Right. Like, yes. sleep over there. And, like, you don't limit that with me either. Like, when I want to go hang out with, like, one of my girlfriends and go have brunch, it's like, yeah, go. I'll see you in three hours. Right. Like, people need that. People need other people to hang out with sometimes. And, like, like I love you and you're my best friend. But sometimes I need time just spend... Like, obviously, like, you hang out with my friends with me. Yeah. But, like, sometimes I need that. Because, like, I'm going to act different with my guy best friend when you're around and when you're not around. Like, sometimes I just need to be just me with him. Yeah. And, I, and you're very understanding, vice versa. I'm very understanding when you want to hang out with just your girlfriend without me. It's like, people need that. People need that, like, cleansing time. Where they're able to talk about things with... They're able to talk to him with about things that I can't talk to you about. Yeah. And you're able to talk about, like... Like, you're not going to talk about celebrity crushes with me like you will a little bit. You're not going to deep dive into it with me like you will a girlfriend. Like, you can do it with no judgment with a girlfriend. Yeah. Well, obviously, I'm going to get a little butt hurt. Yeah. But I also think, like, on a lighter level, like, not on, like, the baseline of, like, you being my best friend and we're being able to communicate and be like, no, I need this time apart. Like, like, small things, like, we agree on restaurants, and we agree on TV shows, and we agree on movies, and date nights, and stuff like that, like, that, actually, I don't think we've ever thought about that. Like, when I mean, I'm like, oh, I want to go to the drive-in, you're like, yeah, let's go to the drive-in, let's pack a picnic and go to the drive-in. And I feel like we're both making sacrifices, but, like, there are certain yeah. times... compromises. Yeah, yeah, or, like, sacrifices, like, there'll be times where, like, we're gonna go to the movies, like, I really want to see this one movie. But you also want to see this. You end up seeing Little Women five times. Yeah, there's, you <laughs> want to see this one movie really bad too, and you'll bring it up, and I'll silently be like, "Fuck you." No, not not even that. I'll silently be like, "Well, I really want to see this," but I'll sacrifice for that that for her because I know next time with other movies, she she would do the same for me. She'll sacrifice what she wants to see to see what I want to see. So we don't always agree what we want to watch, but we're willing to do what the other person wants to do half the time you know like we're able to we give and take like i i do what i want with you sometimes and you do what you want with me like we but like i do think we agree on like basic life things like but and we just mesh very easily like yeah. like just our personalities mesh really well the way we think about things mesh really well like just like there's a lot of things we disagree on, but there's a there's much more we agree on. And things we disagree on, they're not like deal breakers or anything. There's little things that we're gonna argue about and stuff, you know? Yeah. And like or not even argue about, just debate about. You know? Yeah, and our friends say that all the time. Like you and I are very like heady people. Like we are in our heads a lot. Mm. And we like to communicate with each other and we like to debate with each other. We had an instance today where one of my girlfriends was sitting with her boyfriend with us. Sorry. And you and I got into a heated discussion, like a debate. Right. And they like hid because they thought we were fighting. Right. And we looked at each other and we were like, we're not fighting. We're, we're talking. Arguing. We're arguing. But like, I don't think a lot of people realize that like you don't have to be Mad. fighting or mad it can be like fun like i enjoy arguing with you yeah do you remember that time in the bathroom me and you were like screaming at each other but we weren't mad at each other at all we were just yeah. like we're like bro how is that your opinion on this? <laughs> yeah like fuck you like i was like no that's not how it is we're like yes that is how it is and i don't really remember what we were debating about 
we're just going to be in opposite opinion with yeah. stuff, but we weren't mad at each other's opinions at all. We were just having a debate. Like, that's really it. Like, just like how you came with a, like, yeah. a friend, how you're going to debate things, that's all it is. And I feel like we're able to do that. And that's, I really enjoyed doing that, actually. Like, having, like, intelligent debates. We're not just like, fuck you, like, your opinion is stupid. No, yeah. we, like, have intelligent debates where we're able to, like, bring up, like, things that make sense and actually have, like, good intelligent debates, you know? Yeah. I really like that. Oh. I like it too. I remember having that conversation with your parents one night where I was like, oh yeah, we fight all the time. And they both looked at me like I had like six heads. And I was like, no, I don't mean fight. I mean like we argue. And they kept looking at me like that. I'm like, no, but like we enjoy it. Right. So like, it, it like it's not like being mad at each other. It's not like- Right, a, we used to be yeah. opinions, you know? Yeah. I thought that's another thing. Like when you can like, when you can like, respect someone's opinion you don't have to when you don't agree with someone's opinion but you can still respect it and communicate about it and just like have debates about it instead of getting mad at each other or saying another person's stupid where you guys are just able to have debates and like debate your own opinions and even if you can't swear that other person but you're able to like share your own opinions and argue about them I feel like that's a really good thing. Like shows that you guys are really close and stuff, you know? Yeah. And I think like listening to the other person is a big thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me. That was fun. High five. <laughs> of course. All right. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs>